Susan. Hi. And we're coming to you from our farmhouse here in southern Minnesota mm -hmm. on a beautiful sunny day. Not quite warm enough to be outside. I mean, we could be, but uh, we just felt probably better in here to get away from the wind. This is our front porch. And this is an old farmhouse, if you can't tell. But this door here actually goes to our dining room. It doesn't, it isn't our front door, but we usually keep it shut all the time. Maybe sometimes we open it, but we used to have a dog, Ella. And, uh, but anyway, this is our, we're coming from, to you from our home, from our heart to your heart. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great time to be alive. We're facing many challenges, uncertainties, things that we probably don't understand. I know I don't understand all of it. And uh, I, I think uh, uh, many people don't either. But God's, God's in, charge. in charge. God's in charge. <laughs> cool. I guess we're in agreement on that. The Lord's in charge, and he'll bring us through. And he, he knows is, the uh, end. He's a very present help in time of need. And so we're just... Uh, we just want to be here for you. We want to serve you and encourage you, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have a prayer need or you just like to write us, um, you can just get on our website at shanklinministries.org and uh, hit the contact tab there and drop us a note. Let us know how you're doing, and we will pray for you. We pray for a lot of people. One of the, I think one of the biggest parts of our ministry is is prayer, and uh, even more so during this time. Amen. So today I had, and actually I've had this on my heart for a few weeks to share this, and <clears throat> just felt this was the time to talk about healing and forgiveness. Healing and forgiveness, two peas in a pod. There are two things that go together in the scriptures, and they're, they're um, inseparable, really. And so we're going to share some scriptures that talk about healing and forgiveness and how they're linked together and how that many times, not all the time, but many times we need to receive forgiveness so that we can receive healing, whether it be emotional healing or uh, physical healing. And uh, so I believe this is going to be encouragement to you today and, and to me because uh, I need healing too. We all need healing. And uh, God has provided healing for us through the cross of Calvary as well as forgiveness. So we're going to begin in Second uh, Chronicles today, and then we'll go to Psalm 103. If you want to, you can grab your Bible and, and read along uh, with us. And We uh, have no overhead. No overhead. We're not, we're not high tech here. But if you want to just stop the video, grab, grab your Bible, that'd be great. And we're going to start in Second Chronicles, then we're going to go to Psalm 103. But I thought we would start here in Second Chronicles because it's very appropriate for this particular season. And let's just read in Second Chronicles 7, and we'll read verses 12 through 14. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven and there's no rain, or command the locusts to demand to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray 
and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now the background here is the dedication of Solomon's temple. Solomon's father, David, uh, wanted to build a temple for the Lord. And God did not allow him to do that because of uh, all the blood that he had shed during his lifetime. But he allowed his son Solomon to build this temple for, for the Lord. And during the time of the dedication of the temple, and you can read about this in the, in the sixth chapter, Solomon prayed a prayer to the Lord. And basically he said this, he says, Lord, when, when your people fall into sin and they don't do right and they start worshiping idols and, and problems come because they've opened the door through sin and problems come like wars or, or pestilence and pestilence can be uh, infectious disease, which we're facing right now. And various difficulties when they come, if your people will, will turn their face towards this place, and towards this temple, and pray, uh, I pray that you would deliver them and help them through their troubles. And so then, we're, as we read there, the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I'm going to do that. Uh, and he says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. So, so here's what kind of peoples? Who who are they? My people, God's people. God's people. Yeah. God's people. Yeah, and you know, uh, of course, this is this is Old Testament, and we are we're living in the New Testament. We're living under a completely new covenant. Uh, so when we read the Old Testament, we have to read it with New Testament eyes. We have to understand that they were living under the shadow. They were living only under the picture. What we have is actually much better. But there's a beautiful picture here because he says in, in verse 12 there, he says, he appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Now, there is a place of sacrifice that we need to be aware of and that we need to look to. And that is Calvary, where Jesus died on that cross for our yes. sins. That is our solution. That's the sin solution. The blood of Jesus. What he did for us was to provide reconciliation for us with God. So what is reconciliation? It means to be joined back together. And you know, it was interesting. I was reading uh, Solomon's prayer there in the sixth chapter. And he says, Lord, you know that your people are <laughs> basically, we're, we're human, we're fallible, we're going to miss it. And so you yeah. need to provide a way for us to come back and to get right with you. And so that, of course, that way in the Old Testament was sacrifices, sacrificial, a sacrificial system of animals and so forth. And But under the New Covenant, there's only one sacrifice that was made for our sins, and that is Jesus Christ on that cross. And so he says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. That's, that's pretty good. That's a good deal. It's a good deal. And as you said, Susan, he's talking here to my people. So this actually 
has reference to, as far as from our perspective, would be for Christians. You know, uh, the body of Christ. Uh, this may be a great revelation to you. I don't know, but Christians sometimes sin. Yeah, sometimes Christians miss it. We do, and uh, God doesn't want us to sin, but He has a way of escape for Christians when they do sin, and you can read about that in First John chapter one. He says, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That, was, that book was written to Christians. So there is an initial time when we come to the Lord and we believe in Jesus Christ. We believe that he died for our sins. We believe that he rose again. But then we continue with our life and there are times that we miss it. But thank God we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who will forgive us of our sins. Amen. Do you do you notice when the clouds go by and the sun shines in? Well, I was we noticing were... that change. I, I don't know how that's going to be on the video, but anyway, just... That's what's happening. Just, We're on our front porch. Yeah, and it's, uh, and it's, the sun is, is shining, which is glorious. The sun We've is had, breaking through. We still have a little snow on the ground, so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but just so people know that the sun comes out. Amen. And you know, the sun's always shining. I know it's, maybe it's a cliche, but no matter how cloudy it is, the sun's always shining. You know, you just got to get a little higher to see it. Praise God. A lot higher sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you need to strap yourself in yeah. in a rocket ship and, get, yeah. and blast off. Yeah. Because it's so hard to see sometimes when there's... Heavy clouds. Heavy clouds. There's pain all around. Yeah. Pain in here. Got to strap ourselves in. Amen. Amen. You can push me off. You can run and push me off uh, off the hill, off to the pasture. Oh, not that pasture, but we have we actually do have a pasture. Yeah. Well, then you can fly. Yeah, baby. <laughs> now, he says he'll forgive our sins. Hallelujah! And heal our land. Heal our land, man. And the land today. That's why. What I, land are you in? That's why I started with this scripture. I've been, in fact, I just read something from Africa about the great needs that are there, you know, and uh, with hunger and many, many problems uh, mm -hmm. in Africa and all over the world. You know? Right. Even but, in America, there's a lot of uh, long lines to food shelves. Yeah. We are so we are blessed. But Jesus is the answer, and the thing that we need to realize, it is time to turn back to God. Amen. It is time for all of us to turn back to God with all our hearts and, uh, you know, let him know that we follow him, that we choose to follow him, and we turn away from things that are not right, you know. And then we can receive that forgiveness from him. And that's really the message today. We can well, receive that forgiveness, and we can be healed. Does the scripture say they'll know us by our? They'll know us by our. You will know them by their fruits. Is that the one right? you're thinking of? Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. how fruity are you? And will they know what what kind of fruit you are when you're in the grocery store or the gas station <clears> or walking down the street or sitting outside your apartment or outside your yeah. your dwelling? Will they know what kind of fruit you got? Well, it also brings to mind the scripture. I thought maybe you were thinking of this one, but where, where Jesus told his disciples, they will know that you're my disciples because you have 
love one for another. Well, I was thinking of both of them. Yeah, and that's the fruit that we need in this hour, you know. What is our fruit? It's not about, you know, what political party we belong to or, or you know, what kind of name we have on the door of our church even. It's about Jesus Christ and his love in our heart. You know, we need to love people. Mm -hmm. Amen. We need to love people that think differently than us. We need to love people that, that are in sin because we're all fallible people. And God's love that he has extended towards us, the forgiveness that he's given towards us, we need to extend that same love to other people. Well, I think the scripture that you're talking about today is about if my people will humble themselves and pray. You know, God's going to hear, he's going to forgive, and he's going to heal. Amen. I mean, what a wonderful promise, you know. And, and I think I've said this before, but... You know, it, it all starts with Susan first, and and then then I can help the rest. Yeah. So, like <clears throat> I said, we need to we need to take care of our own heart in this hour. Yeah. And turn back to God, and and if each of us will do that, our land will be healed, no matter where we are, the UK yeah. or. Or Africa, or um, China, India. Well, well, this is yeah. This is what I believe that God is is doing in this hour behind the scenes. Is He's working in our hearts. He's in the working body of Christ. In the body of Christ, because you see, we are the we're the we're the healers. I mean, we're the ones that can really bring Christ to this world, mm -hmm. and we can't do it just only by um, talking about Him. We mm -hmm. have to live it. And yeah, actions to, speak louder than words. We have to have our own hearts. Yeah, we have to have our own hearts right with the Lord, and and we need to share His love uh, with it with this world, and that's going to bring revival, and many people are going to come into the kingdom as a result of that. And I think it's not always wise to uh, point out somebody else's sin or what what's what's wrong with the other guy. You know, that, I've been thinking a lot about that too. You know, take that, care of yourself. That really is that really is the Pharisee spirit. That's yeah. that was the Pharisees. You know, man, we we've got it all together. We've got the right religion. You know, we we know it all. You know, and you look at this dirty sinner. You know, yeah. And uh, you know, I was thinking about smoke your breath. The old the old saying. You know, at the if you point a finger, three of them are pointing back at you. So, um, yeah, go a little light on the judgment, praise God. But, you know, that's not to say that, that we're to ignore sin. No. And no. never talk about it. But no. it's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of, you know, being a harsh judge or bringing love and forgiveness to people. And that's what we're trying to do uh, through these videos and through our ministry, praise God. Well, I want to share another scripture here. This is actually, this is the one I had originally intended to share. And we'll read from Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities. How many iniquities? Oh, just some. 90%? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All your iniquities, who heals, 
God. All your diseases. Hallelujah. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed oh. like the eagles. Yes. Let's just talk about these verses for a minute. And then I want to focus on the second verse. But first, the first verse says, bless the Lord, O my soul. You know, sometimes we have to tell our soul what to do. Yeah. And get our thinking going and start blessing God. Because we can get on the negative train, right? In our thinking and our speech. Yesterday, I was kind of going downhill you know, in my thought life and, you know, dragging out. And the only thing that I c could do to get an upswing was to sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me. A song I learned just when I was little, but it, it was something to rectify the ship. Yeah. And get, you know, so, you know... You have to, you know, you know, we we, we cry out, oh God, help me, help yeah, me, you know. Right. But you know, I you got to. You're in control of your own spirit. Well, and, well, your spirit, man, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. What you just said is interesting because we cry out to the Lord. You know, in many of the Psalms, we see David crying out to the Lord. Actually, sometimes complaining to the Lord. Yeah, I complain. <clears throat> but many times, by the end of the Psalm, he's going, oh. Bless the Lord, you're bringing me through. You know, he's yeah. praising God. And, and we really do need to come to that place of praising God because that's how we get, that's how we release faith. And our thinking can just get balled up, you know. And, and But when we start speaking the right thing, which is praise to God, it really does, it really does make a difference. And, and I did come out of it, you know, I, I was able to start praying and, and being more thankful and and. Uh, changing my thoughts. Yeah. So then he says in the second verse, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Remember his benefits. as many benefits. Of course, the, the first one that we always think of is eternal life, mm -hmm. that we get to spend eternity with the Lord and avoid eternal punishment, that we get to be with God forever. Uh, but there's a whole magnitude of other things that go with that. I mean, we are children of God, we are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, and we have healing. One of the things that we have from the Lord is healing, healing in our relationship with God, healing in our emotions and in our thought life, healing in our physical bodies, and we've seen many people healed physically in the United States and around the world. He's, he's the healer, he's the same, yesterday, today, and forever. And so here he tells us, he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. So I'm returning now to that theme of healing and forgiveness, that they go hand in hand. He forgives all our iniquities. He heals all our diseases. And then it says he redeems your life from destruction. Well, if anything we haven't included so far, it's included in that thought, he redeems your life. You know, maybe your life's a mess. Uh, Maybe there's relationship issues that you've been through. Maybe there's addiction issues that you're dealing with. Uh, maybe there's financial problems. Many people are facing tremendous adversity financially. Maybe you don't know how to handle your job anymore. So many things we could say. He redeems your life from destruction. The word redeems means to buy back. That 
has reference to what Jesus did on that cross. He paid the price, the penalty for our sins so we could know God and then God could work in our lives. You know, it, you know I'm, I'm listening to him and I say, ooh, it all sounds so good. It sounds so good. Why don't we do it? <laughs> Why don't we do this? Why don't we just say, oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, we'll take Lord. it. We receive it. Amen. Well, that's, that's what we're going to do. Praise God. We're going to be practical about this. So he redeems your life from destruction. I think one translation of that is from the pit. That's certainly what God did in my life. And then he says, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And the word crown there, as I understand, it means really to surround you with loving kindness and tender mercies. I guess the best way I could think of it physically is that God gives you a hug. He really does. He embraces you. And his presence uh, comes upon you. And, you know, Adam and Eve, in the beginning, they had the glory of God. They were crowned with glory and honor. And so through this redemption that's in Christ Jesus, uh, we return to the glory of God, and we are also crowned and surrounded with the glory of God. And then in verse 5, he says, He satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed. Like okay, what does that mean? Well, you know, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, Susan's uh, lunches and dinners. Uh, she takes good care of me, uh, and we always have good, healthy things to eat, and I'm so thankful for that. But, you know, I think God has a deeper meaning here, too, than that, that, that God satisfies our mouth with good things from his word. And there's so many scriptures that tell us that we are to be Speaking the word of God. The word, the word isn't of God a word like honey? honey? What's that? Word is like honey. Yeah. Honey. Honey on our lips. Honey. Uh, Joshua 1 8, meditate in the word day and night that you may observe to do all that's written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. So keep the word coming out of your mouth instead of uh, all these things from the, the lower realms of darkness. <laughs> and it will help you in your life. Praise God. Now, I want to mention uh, some other scriptures. We won't go there. Uh, concerning the connection between uh, healing and redemption. First of all, in Matthew 8, 1 through 8, we have the story of the paralytic man and who they brought to Jesus and, <clears throat> and you know, lowered him down into the room where Jesus was. And Jesus saw their faith and said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. Well, right away, the religious leaders are upset about that. They, who, you know, who are you to be forgiving uh, sin? Well, first of all, he was uh, God in the flesh, so he could do that. Uh, but he was, Jesus' ministry really was a ministry of forgiveness. Their ministry was a ministry of condemnation. Jesus came to give forgiveness. So here's this paralyzed man. First thing he says to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. And so they criticized him for that. Uh, and then he says, um, he says, you know, the, so that you know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He turns to the man. He says, take up your bed and walk. And the man walked and went home, praise God, under his own power. So we see that healing really is a demonstration of God's forgiveness. It's a demonstration of his mercy. And through that healing, see, Jesus demonstrated that he did have power to forgive sins. And when, he has when power. You get, 
born again, you kind of get a heart transplant. You do. Right? Yeah. You right? do it when you're born again. <laughs> Praise God. He heals your He heals your spirit. He makes your spirit united sure. to God. That's awesome. Another scripture where we see these two thoughts united is in uh, James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And this is, again, this is written to Christians. So we're ministering to Christians today. We're ministering to non-believers because God loves every one of us, amen, and he has an answer for every one of us. But he says to Christians, church people, he says, if any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. That would be like the pastors or leaders in the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And he says, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. And and if they have committed any sin, it shall be forgiven them. Hallelujah! So you see, in in this ordinance of the church, of the anointing with oil in the name of the Lord, uh, yeah. that, that's not just put some oil on someone to, before they die or something like that. No, it's a, it's for healing. It's so that they won't die. Praise God. Olive There's oil. Power in it. Praise God. Canola oil. Yeah. Coconut oil. Praise God. What other kind of oil? Motor oil, if you can stand it. No, don't use motor oil. No, I don't. I don't think so. But if that's all you got, man, use it. Use something and believe God. But the good news is that not only does he heal, he forgives. Because, see, sometimes the the area of forgiveness is what's keeping a person from receiving their healing because they feel guilty about something, and they think, oh, God wouldn't do anything for me. That's why he put that in there. If if you've committed any sins, God will forgive you. Well, sin makes you sick sometimes. Absolutely. And forgiveness heals you up. Absolutely right. And you know, and and we're I'm not saying, and we're not saying that if you're sick, it's because of sin. No, but it can be. Yeah, and that's what we need to realize. Unforgiveness and, can <clears throat> make you sick too. Yeah, and that's part of my message. You're way ahead of me. Oh, well, that's because I'm more spiritual. Yes, absolutely. And you know, well, even medical science realizes that a lot of that's going on on the outside. It is because of things that are going on on the inside. So that's why we need a holistic approach to healing. We well, you know, they've done the studies, too, of people in hospitals that prayer, uh, people get healed. Yeah, they get, they get healed wow, through prayer. Wow, what a revelation. They've realized that uh, the Bible actually is true <laughs> and that God does heal. But there is a connection, you know, between what's going on on the inside and what's going on on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one time I had a, a powerful experience about this. I was doing some missions work in Haiti, and uh, I got sick, basically ate something that wasn't uh, kosher. I guess that's not the right word, but in mm-hmm. other words, it had bacteria in it. And I was sick at my stomach and I, all the things that go with that, which we won't go into detail, but it wasn't fun. And I... I believed in healing, and I was praying for my healing, and I was having other people pray for my healing. But I got no better fast. You know, I was just sick. And the man that I was working with, uh, he just thought I should just keep preaching regardless of how I felt. So he's dragging me around, and I'm preaching. And, but I felt terrible. And I remember I was sitting in the back of a pickup truck. It was one of these that has the front seats in the back. And I said, Lord, what's going on? I've been prayed for. I'm confessing the scriptures. 
I need healing. Hmm. And he said, you're in fear. And immediately, as soon as the Lord spoke that to me, I realized I could just see, yes, I am. Because I was, I, on this missions trip, I had a, a team with me, and I was really fearful for our, our safety, and, and especially for getting them back to their families. Because there was some violence in the country at that time, and I was sort of envisioning something happening to us. And I was in fear, and I was in doubt and unbelief. I, I, I wasn't trusting the Lord with this trip. And so immediately, because the Lord showed it to me, I repented of that fear, and I said, Lord, I trust you with this trip, and I will not fear in Jesus' name. And you know, uh, uh, of course, I don't know the exact time, but as I, as I remember, it was about a half an hour, I was sitting in a restaurant eating an American-style cheeseburger and, and drinking a Coke. Must have been the Coke. <laughs> God healed me. But you see, something was wrong in the inside, and it kept me from receiving my Amen. healing on the outside. Re so you repented, eh? Huh? You repented. I did repent. And repentance isn't a bad word. It just no. means it just means turning away from sin. Yeah. And it also means turning to it's God. Kinda, yeah. Do they make Rolaids anymore? I think so. Oh, that's kind of what it is. Repentance is like a. A Rolaid. Holy Ghost Rolaid. <laughs> Holy Ghost Rolaid. Yeah. I, and I have no stock in Rolaids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any stock. So I sold it all. Well, yeah, I was smart. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm sorry, I get you off track. Good commentary there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, now, two things that can hinder us in receiving from the Lord, and one is sin. Stubbornness. We talked about that. We talked about how to deal with sin. The way to deal with sin is to repent. repent. Okay. But here's another thing. Guilt. Guilt. Now, you say, well, they're the same thing. No, not exactly. Because you know what? You can repent and still have guilt. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I can, I can attest to that. And, you know, you can repent a hundred times and still have guilt. Yep. But you see, Jesus came to deliver us from guilt because mm. he forgives us. And we've got to ask, our, ask this question. Was the blood of Jesus good enough to cleanse us of our sin? Well, that's, yeah. Yep, he was. Is, is, is that cleansing agent sufficient to purchase of all our sins? You know, some people think they're doing a, God a favor by uh, feeling guilty all their life. And God does not want you to feel guilty. You know, the Bible said, There is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. So we can live, even though we've repented, we can continue to live under a sense of judgment, which is not from God, but is from ourselves and from the devil. The devil wants you guilty, because if you're guilty... Uh, you can be defeated. So, yes, you need to repent of your sin, but you also need to receive your forgiveness. And that's very crucial to receiving uh, your healing. First uh, Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by his stripes, we are healed. We were healed. Praise God. See, 
That's the cross. At the cross, we're forgiven. At the cross, we're changed. At the cross, we're healed. Praise God. Now, one more thing before we close today, and that is concerning forgiving others. Uh, And we could take a whole uh, message on this because it's very, very important, but I, I was thinking about a way to share this with you, but when we come to the Lord for forgiveness, we need to forgive others at the same time or it will hinder that forgiveness from working in us. And I was thinking of the illustration, I don't know, most of you would probably know about this if you, you know, the appliances that you have in your house, they have at least two wires. And because you plug into the into the outlet and there's two prongs, right? At least, or then there's a third one, that's a ground. If you have a third one, it's a ground. But the power flows through two wires. So one comes towards the appliance and one goes back. In other words, it's a circuit. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Well, now you know, see? <laughs> Isn't it good? Just keep hanging with me. <laughs> okay. So forgiveness is kind of like that. It, you receive forgiveness through one wire and you give forgiveness through the other. See? And if you fail to forgive others, then it will short circuit the circuit and you won't be able to receive forgiveness. And there's many scriptures that we can point to. You can read about the story that uh, Jesus' parable or, or story in uh, Matthew chapter 18 about the man that was forgiven a great debt, but then he went out and, and he uh, tried to collect a debt from a smaller debt from someone else, and he ended up in prison. And that's where a lot of people are. They're in prison because they won't forgive. And maybe they're upset with someone in, you know, in their past or in a recent relationship or whatever it is, and maybe they did do you wrong, big time. But, you know, nonetheless, you got to forgive them. It's not worth making yourself sick in your head or body. It's not worth it. Yeah, because if you if you want the Lord to forgive you... you got to forgive others. you got to forgive others. Because, you know... It, Even if they don't deserve it. You can't have it both ways, folks. No. You, know, you can't say, well, I deserve forgiveness and he doesn't, you know, or whatever. No. You, you have to... The blood of Jesus is good for everybody. That's right. And, you know, it's just it's just healthy. It's just healthy. healthy. We're talking about healing. If you want to be healed. And so many uh, mental and emotional problems really stem back... From unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Praise God. I know many times... And we pray for people in, in our meetings. And when we lay hands on people, many times the Lord will speak to me, forgiveness. And I'll say, Lord, do they need to be forgiven or do they need to forgive? And it's like, I, I, he doesn't seem to answer that. It's like both. You need well, I to. don't think we need to always know that either. Well, yeah, but it's not necessarily that. But I feel that the Lord, what the Lord is saying is they're connected. You just can't separate the two. So people need to forgive and receive forgiveness. And forgive yourself. You know, you have to, if God says you're forgiven, I mean, who are you to oppose him, right? So so be forgiven and be healed. So yeah. <clears throat> I think we're coming to the conclusion of this. And uh, it's been a joy to be with you, but we want to pray with you. And first of all, if you've never accepted Jesus, you can do that today. 
you know, the Bible said that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Because, see, Jesus went to the cross and he died, but then he rose again to let us know that we have forgiveness. So he wants you to believe in that. He wants you to believe in the cross and the resurrection, and he wants you to... It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Praise God. Me too. It was. It was... I was carrying around a back backpack of sin and guilt and... and uh, like that. Yeah, and I was you know... delivered. And, and you know, it's not that it's been... Since that time, everything's been rosy and perfect. It hasn't. But you know what? The Lord, ever since that day, the Lord's been with us. He's yeah. been with us. You know, we've gone through some challenging times, but the Lord has never left us nor forsaken us. You know, he see, because he comes in by the Holy Spirit and he lives in our hearts. Oh, were you going to pray? Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> so, if you've never accepted Jesus... Amen. Here it comes. You can Are pray you ready? A you can pray a prayer today that would change your life. Say these words from your heart. Say, Dear Father God. Dear Father God. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me. I believe he rose again. And he rose again. And today I confess. And today I confess. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. And I choose to follow him. And I choose, choose to follow him. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. And coming into my heart. Coming into my heart. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> happy, happy, happy. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Amen. Now, I'm sure there's some of you that uh, are watching and maybe you need healing emotionally or, or um, in your mind. Are in your body. And so we're going to pray for you. I'm going to ask Susan to pray for you in the name of Jesus. And uh, the word of God says, whatever we ask in his name, he will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. So I want you just to, whatever part of your body is, uh, is uh, in need. And we just received a great testimony from a lady. We had an mm -hmm. online healing service a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And she was healed in her body two different areas, and uh, she she wrote and testified all the pain was good. She was happy. So happy. We, we see many results from the laying on hands, but we can also see results right now, you know, as we pray uh, on this video. So, Susan, why don't you pray for healing uh, for the people in whatever area they need healing and however you're led. Father God, I just name. pray for people that are listening to this, Father Thank God. You, I pray, Father God, that you will lay your hand upon their yes. bodies, upon yes, their minds, upon yes. their families. Father God, yes, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I say, be healed. Yes. In the name of Jesus, be set free. I bind Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. You loose this person in Jesus, Jesus' name and set them free. And I thank you, Father God, Jesus. that the light will come into their 
bodies and their minds and their countries and their families. In Jesus' name I pray. I thank you, Father God, for signs, wonders, and miracles by your holy child, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Behold! We pray you have been blessed and encouraged by this message from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom Shanklin Ministries is reaching the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to become part of this worldwide evangelistic outreach through your prayers and financial support. To request our free monthly newsletter, you can reach Tom Shanklin Ministries at 507-407-HELP. That's 507-407-4357. Visit Tom Shanklin Ministries online at TomShanklin.org or send cards and letters to Tom Shanklin Ministries, P.O. Box 4144, Mankato, Minnesota, 56002.